Welcome back to What You Spinning. This is episode 20, the 1995 edition. Uh, talking about some great picks from the year 1995, a great year for music. Fantastic uh, year. There's so many, so many things that we could have talked about, but we chose what we chose. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. Was, like you said, it was difficult to pick an album from this. Year. It's like, yeah. Honestly, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that we decided this, like, right on, like, episode 16 to do 1995, because it took yeah. me, like, literally up until last week to be like, all right, yeah. I guess this is what I'm picking, you know? There's so many... I don't know about you, I changed my mind a few times. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I had different yeah. ideas. <laughs> there was, yeah, there was so many, and then, you know, after even last week when we introduced these, I was listening to just, like, other music, and I didn't realize that it came out in 1995. Sure. Yeah. And so I was like, god damn. Like, it was kind of a random was... year, too, I feel like. <laughs> But it's a it was very random. great year. Yeah, like so many good music was coming out in '95. So yeah, and '94, '95, and '96 was like a crazy three-year span of music. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, even just based off of our picks, you know, there was yeah. not even just one genre. Yeah, it was all insane and all over the place. Yeah. But uh, that being said, let's dive right on into it. We're going with Jake first today. What did you bring to the table? So pick. For the 95 starting out starting out hot um it's jizza liquid swords fuck that I break it down to the bone gristle. Hills speaking, scud missile, heat seeking. Johnny blazing, nightmares like West Craven. Niggas gunning, my third eye seen it coming before it happened. You know about them fucking statin kids, they smash it. Every it's back there um, too. It is, yeah, it is as well. <laughs> we have the album cover on the TV. Um, yeah, it's. You know, Jizza, one of the founding members of Wu-Tang Clan. Um, and it's a little bit after, I think two years, right after um, Enter 36 Chambers. Um, mm -hmm. And they kind of started doing their own solo projects. Um, sorry. There's a lot of crazy, that's what we were talking about yeah. right now, that there's a lot of, in 95 specifically, yeah. Um, a lot of solo members from Wu-Tang were making their own albums. Yeah. yeah. Uh, ODB, mm -hmm. uh, the, well. the dirty version of uh, 36. Mm -hmm. um, Raekwon with uh, yeah. Only Built, Built for Cuban Links. <laughs> um, there's a lot of really good, and Wu-Tang is legendary, um, yeah. legendary rap group. But yeah, Liquid Swords uh, with Jizza. Um, it's got a lot of RZA production on it. Oh, yeah. It does, for sure. Um, you could tell, too. Like mm -hmm. yeah. One of my favorite lyrics on this album is from RZA. Yeah. Yeah, but what uh, what are you guys' thoughts? There's so much to talk about with this album. Is. It's, it is really one of the staples of hip-hop, I feel like. especially. I mean, with production alone, like I think it, you could really say like and agree, like more is less. Mm-hmm. And the beats are so simple, but like they complement like the bar after bar type rap, mm -hmm. um, and you could clearly see it throughout this whole album. Um, Method Man goes 
oh hard on this mm-hmm. album. Um, I'm not sure. I didn't research it. I'm not sure if uh, Guru from Gangstar and Method Man had beef, but he said like a funny line and he said, "You know my Steves. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. all my Steves. Yeah, yeah. That's what Guru uh, would do." And then also later he mentions, uh, he's like, "Because I'm lounging," and that's a song from Guru off of. Uh, Jazzmatazz or something like that mm. to solo work mm-hmm. um, but yeah like RZA being on here too mm-hmm. uh, and Ghostface yeah. it's like I think it's pretty cool that even though they had solo projects it's like it's still group effort mm-hmm. like you see it in each album like Raekwon's yeah. album mm-hmm. It, it kind of still is like a Wu-Tang. It's still Wu-Tang, yeah. It's yeah. the whole group that they're there. And which is pretty dope, and I, I find it kind of fascinating. But, uh, yeah, what you guys think? Like, you, just to piggyback off what you said, all nine members of the clan are on the South. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. In some capacity. On, yeah, whether it's yeah. producing or throwing down a, a rhyme. Um, for me, Riz's line in, uh, I think it's Fourth Chamber, where he's talking about uh, essential vitamins and minerals, like the way he yeah. incorporates that line into the rap, it just it flows so well. And it's, it's a standout rap that I'll always remember forever. Oh, yeah. Uh, the samples all come from a movie called Shogun Assassin, which yes. I guess is a kung fu movie. Yes. Yeah. I've never seen it. It'd be fun to watch now and kind yeah. of throw that in It's like, a really, oh, really good martial arts uh, Have you seen film. it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And you could see, because it is sampled a lot. And that's what's cool about this album. It's like, a lot of the samples are from Shogun Assassin, like mm-hmm. just from that movie. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, the whole album is kind of based off, you could say, in a sense, like off of that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it really does make it turn into a concept album, Definitely. which, which you know, that was kind of, that's like the interesting thing about Wu-Tang for me is that, you know, they always had that like Kung Fu, you know, yes. kind of uh, yeah. aesthetic, mm-hmm. you know, and sampling. Chambers, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And so this just through all of those samples throughout it i was like this is really like textbook definition of what a concept album really is Mm -hmm. yeah you know really just taking that point and just driving it home and he destroyed it it's Mm -hmm. like especially (laughs) like uh what song is it it reminds me and then especially like looking at the album cart over or the album uh cover art yeah Mm -hmm. um which is really cool dyslexic moment right there um (laughs) Dude, it's so cool. Like the little the chess living board. in the world today. Uh, like, just yeah. If you look at the the picture in the back, um, you know it reminds me of like I don't know if you guys remember like the old cartoon that came out on Boomerang. It was like Johnny Quest. Mm-hmm. I remember Johnny Quest. Yeah, yeah, it's like the same kind of like you know instruments and stuff like that. It was just like really. It's kind of nostalgic. Like even though. Yeah, you know, I wasn't even born yet when this came out, but mm-hmm. I did watch like Johnny Quest and stuff like that, and that's what reminds me of it. And you know, I think it's pretty cool. It's like they, they're on a checkerboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're playing chess right now. The uh, <laughs> it's cool too because the like the inner sleeves. Um, that's the juice. There's like there's oh, like cool. artwork on the oh, like that's the front sweet. too, and it's like the same thing, just like checkerboard, and it's like ninjas and stuff. They're like fighting. I'll pull it up. I'll that's have really it. Cool. Yeah, that's it, really it's cool. really cool. Wow, that's um, awesome, dude. I, I remember this album was one of the first times I had like listened to hip hop. Yeah, because. Mm-hmm. Not a bad um, place to start at all. No, <laughs> it's because I remember, I don't remember exactly who I was with, but this is one of those albums that when you hear it, mm-hmm. you remember the first time you heard you it. You do, mm-hmm. for yeah. sure. I, I was listening to the first track, Liquid Swords, 
I think it's that opening, like, yeah. that, opening. that dialogue, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Which, yeah. by the way, that's so cool. that's a pretty badass album cover. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. Liquid yeah. Swords. Yeah. 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 Dude. yeah. But I'm listening to that, and you hear the sample, and mm. it's, like, it's when it's very, like, old, storytelling. Yeah. My mm. father was famous. He mm-hmm. was the greatest samurai <laughs> in the empire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And I remember and it gets the creepy and it gets dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The first time, like, because I'm, I'm like a young kid listening to this, and I got kind of scared at some points because I was it gets like, a little dark. I was like, whoa, the song yeah. In the background is like, Doo-doo. yeah, you like you hear the drums yeah, yeah. and it, it's that was like the night everything changed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it's like some like someone screaming in the background. Like the first time I had heard it, I was like, well, this is kind of dark, kind of scary. Yeah, yeah. But it keeps that same theme, and it is just so intense like it is like a staple in hip-hop and it's this album is regarded as one of like the best hip-hop yeah. albums no it's shade up there. on uh mystic styles but this is yeah. mystic yeah, <laughs> yeah. like I, I listen to this i'm like this is this mm-hmm. is a substantial lyrical journey into hip-hop yeah, for yeah. sure you just like go 100%. into it for me the first time i heard this album i used to have a friend in high school we go up to his room he lived on the top floor mm-hmm. the dark side of the moon first time i heard that album was in his room first time i heard this album was in his room Mm-hmm. Like it's just got an impact on you, you know. Yeah. You remember yeah. this shit from when you first heard it, like you said earlier. Yeah, it just has that impact right away. It's very powerful. Mm-hmm. And like Bible too, awesome. That's song. a great song. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean they're, they're breaking down like how religion has always been the cause of war, uh, which is pretty crazy and awesome that he mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Um, but and it does seem like they're still kind of believers in God, but. They acknowledge that religion is the cause of war. Mm-hmm. It's like that. You don't believe in my God? Shit. Like, if, yeah, they stab you. Yeah. 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 It's, it's what's like, it? What's it called? It's an acronym. Like uh, CID. It's a. Uh, it's an acronym for something. I know. The, oh, basic. Uh, basic instructions before the instructions yeah. before leaving Earth. Yep. Leaving yeah. Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Earth. Yeah. 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 And it's. And I like that track, especially one, it's placement on the album being the very last song that you hear on there. And also the fact that, you know, you kind of just said the the instrumentation and the lyricism throughout this whole album is very dark and, you know, kind of mis- like mystical, you know, it's like very... They talk about chess and crime and like philosophy and they yeah. just go yeah. along the one. Yeah. 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 And then, so you get, and then you get to Bible and uh-huh. the whole mood of the album just, just, just flips, but it also, you know, does kind of exactly like wrap up everything that the that came before it and so i thought that was nice to have something that really didn't fit the rest of the album's kind of theme but also right. at the as far as like mood mm-hmm. with like the instrumentation being a little lighter you know a little more mm-hmm. bright sounding but still i yeah a I lot of these it. samples i feel are like rock heavy yeah rather than hip-hop heavy and mm-hmm. i think if you listen uh to the whole album you, you get that right away yeah, yeah. duel of the uh, iron mic yeah, uh, yeah. One of the lyrics on there just fucking like fucked me up because uh, it was it was so good. It's something like, and also I wanted to mention by the way, with '90s like hip hop and rap, like you don't get the where the beat starts and you get the guy saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, like you don't. There's no. They literally it just, start. You they just start. They start. They mm-hmm. start blowing. Yeah. That's it's the like, difference between then and now for sure. Yeah, like yeah. yeah yeah start rapping <laughs> and a lot of the time too the beats are so good yeah. that they'll let it play mm-hmm. yeah they'll yeah, let it play that, right? at the beginning at the ending especially like 
talk about an iconic song, uh, Shadow Boxing. Special technique goes Shadow Boxing. Right. And then it just goes in and then you hear the beat and it's like Maximilian, like Method Man. Maximilian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it goes in. Dude, yeah, it's. That song is definitely one of my favorite. Like, yeah. just hip hop in general. Yeah. Like, it's such a powerful song. The fact that it's got Jizza, mm-hmm. Method Man. Is the producing like, yeah? I goddamn, yeah, goddamn, (laughs) goddamn, Matt. You mentioned it earlier, fourth chamber has to be, in my opinion, probably just there's so many different people on that song, yeah, busting flows, and yeah, which one do I like the most? Like the line where he said, I'm pretty sure it's just where he says, uh. Y'all unbalanced like ants and elephants on seesaws, and I, I lose. And then the next line, he says something, uh, something about Pearl Harbor, and I'm just like, dude, like what? Mm-hmm. So much happened, like, <laughs> yeah. this, like so little time. It's like, <laughs> and it's like five seconds, and it just yeah. he just makes references yeah. to like eight different things, and I was mm-hmm. like, God, dude, it's they're all so lyrically talented. They yeah, are, they have all of them on that album. It's mm-hmm. really cool. It's like a Wu Tang album in a sense. You know, yeah, that's what we were talking about right. earlier. Yeah. It's like yeah. every album that was released by each artist like from the Wu-Tang had everybody to back them up mm-hmm. and that's what I was basket, telling yeah. Jacob is that so Rizza had a plan of like after releasing the first album of Wu-Tang he wanted to help everybody's career and that's why he was doing some of the producing for everybody's uh, things uh, Method Man had his album came out in 94 to Cal mm-hmm. yeah and um yeah, there's a. I just want to mention real quick. There, on Hulu, there's a documentary called The Wu Tang Saga. Mm-hmm. Okay. Please check it out. Yeah, it's really good. Cool. He, he directed it, and Rizza directed it, and fucking. That's cool that he got to direct it. I like the whole story between like Raekwon and, and um, what's his name? Uh, Ghostface. They hate each other, they shot at each other. Damn. And Tony Stark. Cuban, <laughs> Cuban, built for Cuban links. It's him and. And Ghostface mm-hmm. and together they kill it. Yeah, yeah. So it's like straight like, organized crime and like all of that. And it's it's like dude. I think the reason why I respect respect Wu Tang a lot is that like you know a lot of people in that were you know like drug dealing and they just found a way. Like Rizzo was like fuck that. Yeah, dude, I'm trying to make music. Well, they're making money too. Yeah. This, right? yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it took a long yeah. time for them to finally make money after like you know doing shows and stuff, but. Um, yeah, it's definitely a good show. You, you guys should check out. Um, yeah. I just wanted to mention that real quick. But. Hell yeah! And then Liquid Sword, like I think that's based off of a Legend of the Liquid Sword. Like when somebody would get their head sliced off, they wouldn't know their oh, head was shit. cut off. Yeah. So well, you can tell with the picture too. Right. He's literally getting his head. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure that's where he got the inspiration for the title. Oh, I didn't even know that. Wow. It's actually cool. Um, they have alternate covers for this. Oh no, what? kidding! I don't really? know if you've seen I've it. I've never seen but it. But they have an Avengers. Um, you you, you should Avengers? look it up. They have an Avengers uh, album cover. It's a variant of this, and it's like um, it's like Iron Man with Hulk on it, and there's like <laughs> character. It's really cool. That's pretty tight. Wow. I've seen. I've. It's one of those. This is one of those albums that you'll see sometimes in person, mm-hmm. but it's very rare. Mm-hmm. And if you don't pick it up, it's gone. It's next gone. Time. Yeah, yeah, people are gonna pick it up right away. Yeah, that's yeah. the only reason why I never picked up the variant because I was like, oh, I want to get the original mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but 
Yeah, it's cool that they have a different version of this. It's it's you should look it up. It's really really cool. They did uh-huh. make a video game based on the Wu Tang. Oh, did they? Kind of off this album on the PlayStation One. Oh, I don't right. what it's called, but there was fatalities and like it was. <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> sick. It was kind of like this setup. I remember playing that a long ass time ago. Damn, That's pretty tight. Right? That's really cool. But a lot, yeah, a lot of this album, man, it's it's so good. Um, like you said, it's a staple, song. It's staple yeah. in hip hop history. Like forever. it really is. Like yeah. once you hear it, you know you're a fan instantly. If you're mm-hmm. not, like you're listening yeah. to the wrong hip hop. Like, yeah. What is yeah. your deal? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Like you, you listened to this in, in high school when it came out, right? Yep. I didn't know that. I mean, my brothers probably played it, but I just I didn't retain any of that information mm-hmm. until like later I discovered it by myself on Pandora, and I listened to this in high school. It's kind of <laughs> funny. It's like. Right, generations it's apart, exactly but that gap, it's still right? like yeah. I was like, oh, shit. you know, like, it was crazy. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, this is just like unbelievable. I think like the the creativity behind it is mm-hmm. so big, and that's um, why it, it lasts the test of time. And you can send yeah, it up to yeah. anybody right now and be like, apples to orange. It's like it's mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. can't compete with this. No, sometimes. just kind of like uh, Gilberto and um, Stan Getz. Stan Getz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to talk about? culturally combining things and setting, Kung Fu, setting a standard it really broadened like especially for sampling like yeah, using like uh, like movies and mm-hmm. using like um, like scores for yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for sampling and that's that's what's so cool about uh, the production of RZA mm-hmm. he's that's why he's kind of like regarded as a like really really good producer because mm-hmm. um, the fact that he helped all the members out and on this one this is probably like his best like solo work that he produced for right um but yeah it's just it's an iconic album it was a staple in 95 um there's still a staple now still a staple now yeah one of the one of the lyrics that i had pulled up uh was jizza um he says like must break through like the woo unexpectedly protect your neck my swords still remain imperial before I blast the mic riz a scratch off the cereal (laughs) and that's a nod to uh, protect your neck off of yeah, the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> especially in the cereal off like like a gun yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Unreal. insane man yeah it's just like unbelievable I mean the, the way that they're able to like come together and just like do something creative like that most people wouldn't think about is just incredible I mean oh, yeah. this album really uh, I feel like there's nothing else out there that's ever Mind-bending, you know, whether it's a movie and music, they just combine that really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't see that very often. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, can we just talk about the font real quick? Because that's, like, crazy. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah, font is good. Yeah, what's in there? What's I never the noticed, hoodie? actually. I didn't notice yeah, that until you... I did. just noticed that. Yeah. yeah. On his arm, he has, like, his own hoodie with the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's that's cool sick. that they always ha- kind of play that, like, ninja... Mm-hmm. Yeah. ...ninja yeah. role that they're, like, always fighting in some sort in, like, martial arts and... Yeah. It's in that that show that I was telling you about like they literally sit down yeah. and watch <laughs> kung fu movies together that's tight that's cool that'd be such just a just a crazy thing but what do, you, do we want to dive into top threes sure man. I'll start off okay uh, shadow boxing oh yeah I mean we were talking about it earlier god damn mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, fourth chamber just because of Riz's lyric on there and the samples they used throughout that whole song are really cool mm-hmm. uh, I got you back because it's best to watch you front you know, <laughs> that whole, that whole yeah. setup, like that's the lyric I'll always remember from this album. 
Yeah. And then labels, you know, Tommy ain't my motherfucking boy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Dude, I love that. <laughs> Those are just the, the lyrics in this album just stand out so well that they're just repeatable through mm-hmm. the end of time. You can just yep. throw them out there and people will be like, okay. Yeah. Even if they don't know what the fuck you're saying. I like the, the use of uh, a killer priest being on Killer there. Priest? Mm-hmm. I saw that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because he's not he's not like a member, mm-hmm. but He's he, he was like the honorary he yeah. was like the alternate yeah <laughs> like that's second really string cool. Wu-Tang mm-hmm. I really like that that's Elder probably Bane. that's probably my honorable mention um, investigation yeah. investigative reports that one's really good that song is really good um it's very God. very yeah very, with you God it's he's like a very like he kind of really goes under the radar a lot um, yeah but he he's pretty good um but if I had to pick a top three, um, definitely Shadow Boxing, mm-hmm. um, uh, Liquid Swords, because um, that was an incredible. Mm-hmm. It, it's still like just like that memory is just stuck in my brain. Yeah. <laughs> First time listening, being kind of scared. Yeah. Um, living in the world today, I really like that song too. Every time I go back yeah. and listen, listen to it, it's it's really catchy. Uh, yeah, for me, Cold World is number three. Uh, yeah it's like kind of it does kind of have like that interesting little like singing hook on it i liked that though living in the world today uh it's fantastic as well and then just like the first time i heard this album the four the first time i heard fourth chamber man changed my life and then i you know sat down and listened to this album again and i was like oh yeah fourth chamber's on this and i just you just hear that intro and it's just like oh my god Mm -hmm. and everyone just destroys that track (laughs) What what's the what's the intro? It's like um, he's like talking to like his son or whatever. He's like, uh, if you pick the sword, you go with me yeah. and go to war. Uh, but if you choose the ball, you stay here with your mother yeah. and die. Yeah, and death. Yeah, you <laughs> join death. your mother and death. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. His brains was infected by devil. Yeah. Yeah. My father would come home. He would forget about the killing. Yeah. <laughs> he was scared of the shotgun. The the, the shogun, but the shogun was scared of him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Living in the World Today is my favorite. Um, second, Duel of the Iron Mike. And although I love Fourth Chamber and Shadow Boxing, I have to pick Bible. Yeah, nice. that is a good one. Um, mm-hmm. But those are my top three. What a phenomenal pick, dude. Yeah, yeah. no kidding. Yeah. I knew that was like the whole thing Matt and I were saying. I would have like, picked it if Jacob hadn't. Like, yeah, you know, if I, I was, was like, <laughs> I was we were, waiting. I we was were both waiting. fully prepared. Like that was. Definitely yeah. one of my picks. I, I knew one of you. I was like, one of you is going to pick this. Yeah. I was like, if, if no one else does, then I'll, I'll literally not do mine and I'll pick, I'll bring it up because yeah. it's one. You can't not. No, it's like with Illmatic and Mad Villainy. It's yeah. like one of those albums that we have to talk about. We got to pay the regards to it. Uh, but yeah, man, fantastic pick. That was Jacob's pick for 1995, Liquid Swords by Jizza. We'll be right back to talk about the next one. Alrighty. That was... Liquid Swords by Jizza, which was Jake's pick for this week. Uh, we're going to go ahead and have Matt take us away and introduce us to what he brought. Yes. Sticking with the 1995 theme, we're going with Fugazi's Red Medicine. You know what it is.
successful albums. Uh, it's actually their fourth album. Nothing fancy on that side. I decided to show you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this album came out when I was in high school, or right after I graduated high school. I think, yeah, pretty much. But I was able to see a show that they had up in Portland that kind of was touring this album and definitely blew my mind and made me a fan for life. Uh, Fugazi is a band that I've said in the past has kind of had an influence on my musical direction, what I listen to and what I appreciate. And This album is a little different than Repeater, the last album we talked about. Yeah. Uh, this is more ambient. I know it's kind of a yeah. weird word to use for this album, but it is. There's instrumental songs on this album that are just very mm -hmm. out there, and you're just like, this is Fugazi? Am I really listening to this band? So uh, yeah. I have some other thoughts about it, but what do you guys think? I really liked it. First off, fantastic. Mm -hmm. It is very different to Repeater. It is. Um, it is. Repeater, it sounds kind of like very fundament fundamental, like really good rock. Mm -hmm. This is a lot lot more like, like experimental, and like mm -hmm. you could kind of see they're kind of going out of the box, kind of, so to speak. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. Um, one song I really liked, um, Bedford, The Sweeping. Yes. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic it's, it's intro. Very upbeat, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I, I. There's very, very distinct differences from the vocalists, also. There are. Um, and I think this album showcases a lot of that from both sides. You mm -hmm. hear a lot of good tracks from both sides, and you're just like. I also wanted to ask you too, because like I noticed that there was two different guitars playing at the same time. They're both play, so they're both playing guitars. Oh, both singers are playing and guitars. I was thinking well. like mm -hmm. this was post. Uh, recording and then they added no, they're guitar. both jamming. they're both I don't know okay. how they do it yeah, it, yeah well they man they the tones they use we're sinking it's together it's weird it's, and it flows really well it's amazing know. it is good I noticed that though it was like awesome I think the I agree it is kind of very far removed from Repeater and like mm -hmm. you know what you know they had kind of established as like a sound per se um, and rather than there being you know kind of the typical back and forth when you have two vocalists in a band mm -hmm. like that, that you saw a lot on Repeater, where they were really sharing all of the songs. There's more tracks where it's just one of them on this. There's, a there's yeah. like a separation between both vocalists, for mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. And it's really kind of interesting to see that uh, in this. And, you know, like you said, it is more experimental, ambient, whatever the hell you want to call it. Mm -hmm. And I, it's one of those things, you know, if you don't listen to a band's full catalog or something like i had only listened to repeater and i've been playing the hell out of that yeah and so you know you kind of get something established in your brain of what this band sounds like and then i turned this on started at the beginning as you do and uh do you like me scared the hell out of me <laughs> just yeah. that intro i wasn't expecting that dun, dun, like that crazy like i'm gonna interrupt you for a minute when yeah. i first bought this album i bought it on cassette i put it in my car <laughs> yeah. and i thought my i thought something was wrong <laughs> i thought it was like broken. my stereo yeah, i, I, I like stopped the car i pulled over i'm like dude they give me a fucked up cassette and, I, and then all of a sudden the song starts i'm You're like what off. the fuck am i stoned what's going on <laughs> they gave me a busted cassette yeah. but no i was i was at work and i can listen to music at work now and so i put it on and i'm sitting there getting my thing on and it like took a minute for the song to uh, like hit play, and then I just went like it startled me. I was like, "Oh my god!" I and then yeah, and I was like, "Oh my god!" But so that I was like, "All right, so this is like definitely different." And I listened to it multiple times. Like literally, as soon as I finished it the first time, I restarted it because I was like, "What the hell was that?" Like it was mm -hmm. 
so out there but also so just musically sound and great yes. i was like what the hell i was like they really just there was some stuff that was reminiscent of repeater but it didn't sound anything like it mm-hmm. as, a, as a whole and so yeah. i really enjoyed that that they managed to kind of go in a different almost industrial kind of on some of those songs you know mm-hmm. or very much they're like bigger and you know have a little bit more to them in a way mm-hmm. and i thought they managed to really nail that out of the park yeah because there's repeater and then there's uh, in on the kill taker which is another great album and then there's this album, yeah. and they just kind of just they stick with their sound but they still kill it with the you know and their first their album, 13 songs it was That's the first introduction that i have but like it's, it sounds different i mean like mm-hmm. i listened to this and i also like realized i also realized that uh thank you mm-hmm. i also realized that um so they go hard a lot mm-hmm. and then they break mm-hmm. and it's the guitarist mm-hmm. playing some, a gentle sound mm-hmm. and then they're back on it again mm-hmm. and I saw this theme throughout multiple songs which I thought was awesome uh, but it also kind of like reminded me of Weezer's the Blue Out almost sure uh, mm-hmm. in terms of the gentle like guitar playing uh, and I think that was a song uh, fell destroyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, on my top three. Fell yeah. and destroyed. It's a great song. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just like the gentle like guitar that really like pulls me in, and then they go hard enough. Because it, you like it, it mixes up. It goes yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's like the best of both worlds. Ring the alarm. I like when they do that. They have like little breaks. Yeah, like yeah. they have breaks that it's like not as chaotic, but then they bring it back around. Yeah, yeah. And they I go feel into like the Fugazi's it. lyrics, like even if you don't know. And it message, was very you, if you don't know the message they're very political they're very like outspoken things that we not we may not understand but like it doesn't matter yeah Dude, it doesn't like matter because you, yeah. you can just relate to it but the last time. song on the the album was yes. really kind of like Long fucking it up like I think the way that's not it's all very my, slow it's not mm-hmm. one of my favorites but it definitely is an honorable mention just because of the lyrics alone I was like I do, how do I what and do if you I stop to catch my breath <laughs> like what do you mean are you trying to like live your life to the fullest and then you realize that you I might catch a piece of death yeah it's like what like it's crazy <laughs> it's a great song like the way it starts out the way it builds up and then just kind of goes into chaotic mode yeah. and it's like boom yeah like I don't know I think that's how I could sum up this album I mean that's really like what all of this is but it like I was telling Jacob like I I enjoyed this album like a lot more than I thought I was going to like this is the song yeah. there's a Fugazi album I'm gonna listen to this one okay. mm-hmm. <laughs> I liked cool. it I liked I it a that. lot I liked the combination lock also mm-hmm. yes really good song I'm a, I'm I d- forgot my combination yeah right yeah. That, that comes up at some point like cause it, it's kind of an instrumental track and I'm a sucker for those yes um and version too is very instrumental. Yeah. I remember my friend yeah. and I would so uh, we'd go like get high on top of this hill over by uh, Villa Gillespie. <laughs> that is a song you'd want to get high. To. And we put that on my car stereo and get out and fucking like dance and be over. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Just it was the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> it was the nineties. Yeah. Version is so trippy. I was like, what? <laughs> what is? I this? think for that aspect, they kind of went into different genres, like whether it be mm-hmm. dubstep or like. It was like an electronic or like it was just weird mm-hmm. combinations of both, and they just kind of which is kind of what I want to mention on yeah. your album, by the way. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just wow, mm-hmm. like they're very out there, like as far as sound goes. Like it's mm-hmm. it's very different, and that's what's cool about this is like this came out at the same time that these other albums came out, and mm-hmm. it's like 
something very different that I, I feel like, especially for the time, if you were hearing that, it was like... It's like people's experiences are very... Standing out. You know, whether where yeah. they're coming from and where they're at in life and, like, what they're doing, whether it be Liquid Sword or <clears> the whole, like, New York, Brooklyn, like, area thing, like, that Staten Island thing, like... And then mm-hmm. you get, you know, Fugazi, because in Washington, D.C., very close, but more political and, like, mm-hmm. a little bit more driven in that sense. That makes sense now, why it's, like, a little bit... Some of the lyrics are political mm-hmm. and, like, industrial and... That makes yeah, sense. That's where problem, huh? I just feel like this is like really like uh, kind of like like floater. Like this is to me, this album feels really, really like homey, like garage feel to it with mm-hmm. like official recording that yeah. is good recording. Um, it just brings you back home. I feel like, uh, and yeah, like some of the songs are just incredible. Um, I think one of my favorite songs uh, was oh birthday pony. Yeah, the, the beginning to that's that is like song. really weird. Raw, it's like, really like, weird, what but the it, hell what, knows, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it pulled me in though. Uh, and I have a hard time like trying to understand the lyrics, but it's like that's such a good song. Um, it's the most. It's. I told you. I was like, that's like the only thing. That's like the one song that sounds like it could have been on repeater. I, I like messaged you or something. I was like, this is like a bootleg, like a, a <laughs> yeah, bonus track B-side. off a of repeater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a B side. Like, I feel like forensic scene also could have been. Yeah, that's a great song. Repeater. I love that. Yeah, song. Yeah. Shit Sherlock. That's a great song. I love yeah. forensic scene. Yeah, I just I'm just blown away by this album. I definitely really like it. Like it's so cool. Yeah, yeah. they, did a, they made a documentary this. too called Instrument. Really? And they kind of backtrack on, not backtrack, but they like go back and watch how they made this album. Too. Is it on YouTube? Probably. That's yeah, pretty I'll sweet. That's cool. Yeah. Um, one of the things you know that we kind of or that I really liked about this, and you guys kind of already brought this track up in particular, but going on that whole thing of them kind of really going and trying a bunch of different stuff on "Fell Destroyed" when it's yeah. got like the double track vocals, it the way that he's singing reminds me of fucking Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails he does kind of have like when especially when it's like ring that whole ring the alarm ring, that whole instrumentation too like yeah. what are they using like gongs and like yeah, like yeah. different like, doo, 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 like trash can lids like yeah, yeah. yeah. trash can lids yeah <laughs> it's, but it works it sounds mm-hmm. so good it's good mm-hmm. right yeah. it, it's there's like Fugat like Repeater was I'm not and I'm not trying to like compare him but the, that was my only introduction or my only you know segue into mm-hmm. this was having listened to repeater is that's so accessible because of you know it's you know, like we, we've it's talked a about less, it less uh, like niche mm-hmm. sure. but this is also it's accessible in a different way because it does sound so different mm-hmm. from that but it's still like I found myself going back and listening to like all of these like I said I listened to it like twice back to back because I was like man there was like so much going on in that but i really dug it you know and so it's just yeah. like insane talent to be able to do that and manage to pull it off mm-hmm. and fugazi's a band that each album is so different like if you guys have enjoyed these albums i mm-hmm. encourage you to look at their whole catalog because each album is just like 13 what? songs like, yeah. it's like steady died of nothing in on the kill taker like all these albums are just like completely different from this one yeah, yeah. Just, then they're all different it sounds like yeah but yeah. They're, they're all fugazi like, yeah you know it's fugazi right away yeah, yeah. that's tight I like the album cover too. I didn't realize until I was looking at it. I was like, "Oh, let's flip it around." And it's—is that them? The four dudes on the front? These guys? Yeah, the ones at the bottom. 
Oh, damn, yeah, dude. Like, I didn't even pick they're that in the water, up. Wow, they're, they're in, in the water. water. Yeah. Dude, I didn't even... I was and looking at it. I think that was like a throwback to a band called Ride. That was oh. like more of a shoegazer era band <laughs> in the late nine or early nineties before it got, before this album came out. Okay. Got the letter. It's almost like kind of like a typewriter, but but that is really cool. Yeah. yeah this is know. this Dude, is an I album that they went out and toured. Like they did like I think over two hundred and fifty live shows oh, after geez. this album came out. They went over America, Europe, all over the Holy globe dang. to promote this album. And these guys are album, they're right? yeah. This is their fourth album. Fourth album. Okay. But these guys are playing shows for like five bucks a ticket. So it's like to play that hard mm-hmm. and charge that less and not be in it for the money. It just it's you know they're it's amazing passion, that like yeah. they it's like kinda, what they do. Like I, there's I noticed, there's no nobody else is doing that. Yeah. I know at that time. At that time. With, with like rock music, I feel like for some reason like they they have like cheaper tickets. I don't know what why. But not five bucks. But, yeah, yeah, not five bucks. Not yeah. even now. No. <laughs> But I'll start off with the top three. Uh, yeah. Long Distance Runner. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, dude, I that love that song. Is, from the slow start to the medium build up and then the just chaotic end. Mm-hmm. And the slow down to, you know, it just ends really well. Bed for the Scraping. Yes. I think the lyrics in that song and it's not very upbeat, but in a sense it is. Like it's yeah. just like catchy in a sense, you know. Fell Destroyed with the lyricism in that song. And then back to base is my honorable honorable mention. Yeah, back to yeah. base is a good one. Bringing you, bringing you, bringing you. <laughs> <laughs> that that's pretty much my top three. Uh, Bed for the scraping, um, long distance runner, um, forensic scene. That's my number three um, honorable mention combination lock. That's nice. A good one too. Uh, I my number three is target. Uh, I really oh, did enjoy like that, that one too. Number two, Fell Destroyed, and then one was Birthday Pony. Just that song yeah. musically was very interesting because there wasn't there wasn't like a defined drum beat the whole time. He was just and just like the song structure behind that was really interesting to me. I listened to that one a lot, so uh, those are my top three. I agree with you on that one. Yeah. that's my honorable mention. It didn't make my top three, but it is my honorable mention. Hell yeah! Uh, especially the beginning to that is uh, like oh yeah, so abstract. It's like what, what kind of sounds are going on right now? Yeah. Bad <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the scraping. My first pick. Uh, catchy. It's fast paced. Um, forensic scene. Mm-hmm. Super catchy as well, um, and then combination. Okay. Um, even though I didn't want to pick Audible Mentions version and uh, Fell Destroyed uh, version was yeah. so trippy. Yeah. It I mean, is trippy from like Fugazi. You're like, what am I? Yeah, fuck. this isn't Fugazi. Like, yeah, this is something <laughs> is this? else. Like, yeah. What the fuck is this? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, I just, what did did I take acid? Yeah. <laughs> another another good point about this album because of. You know, they're all great musicians, mm-hmm. but Joe Lally, the bass player, yeah, amazing. Oh yeah! Like if you listen to the bass in this whole album, like even Bed for the Scraping, there's like a weird bass noise, like in the main melody, or like what is he doing? Like, yeah, this the bass throughout the whole album is great. Yeah, so I think he doesn't get enough credit for being a great. Yeah, bass no, I mm-hmm. I love his bass player. Yeah. Activision, if you don't use uh, Joe Lally, Fugazi for Pro Skater, yeah, <laughs> fight coming out right. <laughs> uh, well, hell yeah, man. Always love talking about Fugazi. That was a great pick, man. Uh, that was Red Medicine by Fugazi. We'll be right back to talk about the next one. 
Alrighty, so we just wrapped up talking about Red Medicine by Fugazi, which was Matt's pick for this week. Now it's time for George to bless our ears and mm. word mouths with mm. what he brought. You're blessed. <laughs> uh, La bendición. Last Cabin, I was high like the vocal tone of my nigga Booty Brown. Decided to take a ride to see what's really going down upon the north side of town. Of course, I bought the quarter pound of bomb hemp. Feeling alright like Johnny Kemp on a Friday night. Looking right because my shit is tight. Um, right in the corner, 95. <clears throat> um, pretty long album. It's like an hour and something. It's, I think it's the longer album. Yeah. An hour and five minutes to be exact now. Yeah. <laughs> um, it actually might be. I, I think it, yeah, our phone yeah, is. It actually is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, super, super good album. Super nostalgic for me. Even though it was before my time, mm-hmm. uh, it. I discovered this in high school as well, and I listened to this throughout high school, and it was definitely a different experience mm-hmm. than you know listening to like you know Lil Wayne or whatever was popping right. at the time. Uh, very fond memories of this album. Uh, that gave me a lot of creative ideas. So shout out to them. But what did you guys think? I uh, had never heard this full project. I had heard tracks off of it. Because, you know, yeah. listening to Farside, that was like... I was hella into Farside when I was working at Journey. So just slinging shoes, listening. I listened mainly to their other album. The one that you Farside just... Too, found, Farside 2. I, yeah. I found that on Really? Yeah. Is that the uh, the one with the roller coaster? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. One. I had listened to that full album, but I had heard like you know one. run in and a couple of tracks off yeah. of this. But listening to it all together, really, there's a lot of different stuff going on on this album. There is, and I really appreciated that. Uh, you know, it'll probably get talked about a lot, but uh, run in, totally forgot that song was on here until I was like, you know heard it again i was like oh shit running away and uh Mm -hmm. i love the sampling on this is there's so many samples so many like drop having a beastie boy sample on it throughout yeah i thought that was (laughs) awesome yep i don't even know which one it was but it on the end uh there's somebody playing a trumpet uh not even look up the sample or anything but i noticed that they used that on the end and i thought it was amazing Hell yeah. Um, Groupie Therapy has a Tribe Called Quest sample. Yeah. It does. Uh-huh. <laughs> does it? Yeah. There's so many samples on this album. It's crazy. It's unreal. They're like, what? Well, you know why. You know why. Uh, Me and you know why. Yeah. I looked it up today, but why is it again? The production, dude. Yeah. The production, a lot of it is uh, uh, Jay Dilla. Yeah, Jay Dilla and is on there. And no credits on... Mm-hmm. Yeah, he produced yeah. he produced like five tracks, I think five or six tracks. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Um, Slim Kid, um, Trey Trey something, 
uh, Trey Hartson. Yeah. He produced a couple of the tracks. Also, he also was also rapping on it. Um, the production on it is really good. Yeah, um, top notch. Really, really got, good. Yeah, it's got great production. It's sure. it's uh, that something that I noticed when I was listening to it. Um, a lot of the times, uh, Jay Dilla he uses a lot of snare. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like very like, you could bob to it and you're like you know grooving. Yeah, it's very catchy. A lot of the beats. Yeah. And the way they rap too, it's like a I like you could really trade any of the rappers on one of these beats and put Black Thought from the Roots mm-hmm. fit perfectly. Right. Um, which is funny enough, it's like competition because Do You Want More is also ninety five. Mm-hmm. Uh, the difference is that they have live instrumentation rather than making beats. Yeah. Um, but another thing too is like uh, like on Hustlers for example, like person rapping on the second verse sounds a lot like three sacks from from outcast mm-hmm. it's it's like almost unbelievable how similar he sounds to andre mm-hmm. um and uh yeah it's just like super awesome like some of the lyrics are like very funny some of the intros are extremely funny mm-hmm. uh little d little yeah D is yeah Funny as hell. What'd you say? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and there's there's a lot of there's a lot of little interludes on this I noticed. Yeah, yeah. And some of them I really wished would have been like full fleshed out tracks, like uh, all live. Yeah. I really liked that. And yeah. it's only like twenty seconds little mm-hmm. instrumental interlude, but I was like, man, that would have been kinda cool. Yeah. And I always feel that sometimes with some of these albums where there's like an instrument, like an instrumental or an interlude, and sometimes it's great by itself, but it's like, man, what if? You know? Mm-hmm. Like we talked about uh, on Ghostface Killer and you know, a couple of different times. There's stuff well, like that throughout. That specific song, like if they were to release like mm-hmm. I don't know what month this was this was released and I don't know what month Do You Want More was released, but if right. they were to release that track as like a full track with live instrumentation, there would have been some kind of <laughs> oh yeah probably yeah <laughs> like, probably because it's just kind of like uncanny like how much they sound alike like you True. could put black thought on any of these songs and mm-hmm. he would sound just like any of any yeah. of them yeah i always it's always interesting and it makes me miss rap groups you know listening to a oh, project yeah. like this you don't see this anymore oh, no, you don't no, see no. that yeah. yeah yeah it's just I feel like G Unit was like the last rap group. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. And it's you know to see an album like this and a, a group like Farside to have such an extensive catalog of stuff that is actually phenomenal, really good. Is and you know it's still getting its appreciation today. You know, like mm-hmm. there's always something. You know, every once in a while I'll hear someone talking about Farside. You know, they still get their recognition. Oh, yeah. and all that stuff, which is really nice to see because it it was such a that was underground hip hop back in the day. In yeah. The sounds, yeah. You know? Exactly. NorCal, you know, yeah. stuff. I mean, you could even hear influence from uh, Snoop Dogg or Snoop Dogg have influences from them where they yeah. kind of have like the funky, like groovy, mm-hmm. yeah. quick paced, like rapping and stuff like that. Um, and it was just, it just has a, the whole album has just a fun feel to it. Yeah. No matter yes. what song it is, you know, yeah. even a serious song like Running, it's like, dude, they must have just had a blast making this album because yeah, everything sure. just sounds so fun and the way you know that they're spitting and the I think the only yeah. like serious song that you could really say like serious is a uh, moment in time mm-hmm. uh, which also I want to like say like that's it's pretty like amazing for them to say that and that's the hook it was like life 
is only a moment in time. Yeah. Like they're recognizing that we're literally just like a little dot in the whole universe. And right. Life is just a moment, little moment in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it is the stuff that they acknowledge on this, and you know the way that they deliver the messages and everything. It's yeah. just it's such a and it's it's an album like that to where it just goes by you know you can kill time listening to this album and not oh. it's like not even in a bad thing but it's like yeah. every track from track to track sounds it's just all so cohesive and put yeah. together like it all is just very well done you know I'm not trying to say every song sounds the same but it's like just put together I mean you know? shit you can go to a barbecue and put on bullshit yeah or, or yes. she said or why yeah and you just, and devil uh devil music like it just, yeah it's good background music but it's also good yeah yeah i put that in my notes that i was when i was writing them down it's like a very summary album like, yeah. very much you so. could put yeah. it in like say like an asada or something like yeah you're like barbecuing put 12, this in the background everyone's having fun yeah 12 p.m yeah put this on i'm chilling yeah exactly <laughs> just it is it does have that kind of just bright and you know yeah just makes you feel good mm-hmm. kind of and the lyrical like the the delivery of everything is just fantastic. what's crazy is that fat lip at this time like he really was against this album because mm-hmm. he i think he like left the band he, yeah he himself, did he? he had yeah. his, his own solo shit for a little bit and he kind of fell off but um which was unfortunate but it seems like they're kind of back together now i mean we just mm-hmm. talked about how they were they were here in eugene right mm-hmm. um but yeah that was unfortunate to see but he just hated where the direction was going right because it seemed like more funky than rap mm-hmm. but i still feel like this album was definitely the best of both worlds it's right seeing like east coast and also like underground uh oh, street new york that street feel to it underground oh, yeah. new york rap like mm-hmm. um what, what are they called? Uh, fuck. Zelda. No. <laughs> no. Uh, who's the people that fucking made uh, New York is Red Hot and... Um, oh, shit. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. I can't think of it, though. Uh, yeah, I'm blanking <laughs> on it. But it, they're, they're like them, too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the best of both worlds. Uh, it's very, it's very, like... I don't know. When I listen to it, it's kind of nostalgic. Like it feels like it really captures Even, that yeah. 90s like hip hop. Exactly. Even if you haven't heard every song off of it, it's something about it is familiar. You know? Diggable yeah. planets. There That's you go. It. That's what. Yeah. I'm cool like that. Yeah, I'm cool right. like that. I'm cool mm-hmm. like that. It's like they have like the same feel, funky, fe- funky, happy feeling, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, while also telling like a cohesive story throughout the whole album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and like running for me, like this was like the first song that I heard uh, on. Same. Yeah, on Pandora when I was in high school, and I related to it a lot because he's like. It oh. starts off with a melody. It just it starts off right away. Yeah. It's nineteen ninety five. Well, he starts with that too. One of the the rappers. Mm-hmm. Something that means Caring something. As ho- heavy as boulders <laughs> on my shoulders. Something that means something. Oh. Yeah. That's a good Guess, one. But something that means something. It's so catchy, dude. And it's like running, too. It's like a... You have that lyric where he's like a... Can't depend on friends. Always in a squeeze. Uh, how's it go? It's like... Uh, I gotta look it up. But 
It's like a it's like a positive message though. Right. It's I like feel like can't. all the lyricism from Farside on this album and the previous album are all positive. Like yeah. they're always yeah. just like mm-hmm. spitting like just what they're going through. And yeah. like real right. shit and like right. it's not getting all convoluted by other things on their outside influences. They're all just rapping about their lives. Yeah. And that's right. what's accessible about it. That's why I love this this band. It's yeah. very happy. It's uh-huh. very and kind of go on what you had said just the lyricism on it, it like little random things will get stuck in your head for days on end i've had that the end the end <laughs> just that's been going through my head since the day i heard this i was like oh my god i was like but that's so there's and it'll change every time you listen to it you know and it's that's like pretty you gotta you gotta appreciate something like that where you can have multiple things where just like three words or spelling out the end will yeah. we'll fucking yeah. get stuck in your head like that. Two of my ringback tones are from the far side, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll obviously like them. Obviously. Yeah, exactly. I definitely hold this album to my heart because of like one of the lyrics was uh, for no reason at all. I can't recall brothers throwing seeds in my face. Down the hall, I'm kicking it at three. Back in school, eating chicken at three. Wondering why is everyone always picking on me. I try to talk and tell him, chill, I didn't nothing to deserve this, but it didn't work. I wasn't scared, just real nervous and unprepared to deal with scrapping, no doubt. My pappy never told me how to knock a brother out. Damn. <laughs> and it's like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> he's writing a story. Yeah, he's yeah. like, yo, I used to get bullied, but like, fuck y'all. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. Yeah. They all have that very long, like, verses. Yeah, yeah. All of them on all the tracks. Because they're all like, what, like four minutes? Yeah, five minutes. Some of them. Yeah, and it's like almost every song has like damn near all of them on it. You mm-hmm. know, it's just that fast, quick delivery of the messages that they're doing is yep. yeah. And that paired, like I said, that paired with like the production and everything is just this yeah. is about as complete of a project as you'll ever find. Yeah, yeah. I think and like that lyric I was saying it says uh and now <laughs> I think it's funny because he says it with a lot of emphasis and like now being in 2022 and listening to this right now he says. It's 1995. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was talking it's like, about. Whoa, we mm-hmm. way past that. But uh, he's like, and now that uh, that I'm older, stress weighs on my shoulders, heavy as boulders. But I told y'all, until the day that I die, I still will be a soldier, and that's all I told you, and that's what I showed you, and that's yeah. what I sold you. And it's like crazy. It's like, damn, he's like really like going off and telling him like, what's up? Yeah. You know? and I, I have nothing but respect for that. Like that's. Amazing. I really yeah. like Slim Kid's production also. He yeah. his production gets overshadowed by Dilla. But he produces like I think three songs and mm-hmm. he does a really good job too. It's, I mean like but, the, the trumpet on the end, like I don't know where they sample that from, but when I listen to that I'm like Damn. Yeah, it's impressive. <laughs> Some of the stuff they managed to get, just like the thought behind it, like yeah. using that like like I mentioned, that Beastie Boys sample mm-hmm. just throughout and the it's more it's yeah it's the samples that they pick but how they choose to incorporate them into their songs is yeah. mm-hmm. incredible I, yeah great pick Perfect. do we want to do top threes yeah okay what are you guys top three uh top three for me number three is running uh two is drop and the number one groupie therapy nice Just, therapy that, that intro dude that <laughs> piano yeah and the piano and the piano throughout that oh, is so good <laughs> It's like a very faint piano that you hear mm-hmm. when, because it, it comes up in the chorus, but then when they're actually rapping, you hear it very faintly. Yeah. I remember and I wrote that down. The way, it, like, that volume on it is what really, mm-hmm. I like that a lot, but those are my top three. Yeah. A lot of a lot of tracks on this album. There's, there's a lot of songs. It's like 
17 songs or something? Yeah, yeah 17 songs. whole hour and... Hour, five, five minutes, hour, yeah. Five hours, 17 songs, but there's a lot of good ones. Um, something that means something, that is yeah, so... Dude. We were bumping that on the way here. So good. Um, that's in my top three. Um, really also have been liking a Drop. Mm-hmm. Drop, dude. <laughs> I love that. Um, that's such a good like little vocal staple. Um, something that means something drop. Um, give me, I want to say running, but give me far side. I like that song yeah. too. Hell yeah, I, I like that one. I was too. Say, that's my honorable mention. Is far side that song? Uh, the drop, like you said, that drop. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you hear that, you know what they're saying. Uh, something that means something. Yes. And then running has a, a catchy melody. The whole song yeah. it starts off that way, and just the whole song. Yeah, you hear it once, and you're like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's a banger. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, for me, she said. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't even talk about this yet, but yeah, she said is that like even back then. I mean, there, there was that brotherly love where it's like, oh damn, this dude's gonna clown me for having this girl over and I didn't smash. Yeah, Fuck. yeah. <laughs> My homie's gonna clown when I didn't let her stick around. Uh, she said, uh, and then second, uh, I'm gonna do why. Why is good. Why is that? Uh, why is that? And then for devil music, uh, nice, really good, good beat. Oh uh, yeah. But yeah, honorable mention. Uh, bullshit. Yeah, great start uh, mm-hmm. to the album too. Splatatorium. Mm-hmm. Uh, moment in time. Um, yeah. And the end, and then mm-hmm. little D because it's funny as hell. Right. But yeah, that's my third. Hell yeah. Great pick, George. Great yeah, pick. Man. That was Lab Cabin, California by The Far Side, which was George's pick for this week. We'll be right back to wrap it up and talk about mine. Alrighty. So we just finished wrapping up talking about uh, Lab Cabin, California by The Far Side, which was George's contribution to the 1995 extravaganza we've got going on. And last but not least, we're going to talk about mine for this week. Astro Creep 2000 by White Zombie. Zombies band before he went solo. He was actually dating the bassist at the time. The bassist Sean Esolt was his girlfriend at the time, and then they broke up basically like right when this disbanded, or right after the band broke up. This was their last album that they did uh, before Rob Zombie went solo, and three years later he released his first uh, studio album, Hellbilly Deluxe. Another one of those albums, much like Master Puppets, that I've grown up with, so I have a deep appreciation for it. Love the Mm -hmm. hell out of uh, this album. Uh, his other, the other big one, Lost Exorcisto, and all of Rob Zombie's projects. But um, I like that. What do you guys got to say about her? I like that. I like this album. That's the that's surprising. I, I kind of liked it too much. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what threw me off. Like, look at uh, <laughs> look at how many like songs I have. Oh my like, God. I, I liked all the songs of it. Like, it's it's such a good like metal album. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and every time I listen to like a metal like sounding like band, mm-hmm. I just think about those when I was playing guitar, dude. Yeah, and it like motivates me, and it kind of wants me to get back into it. Like all the, um, like the palm, the palm mutes and the stuff. The palm mutes, dude. Oh, it's when something about like hitting a palm mute on a guitar, and you know, just you're, feels just good. Playing, yeah, and then you do it. Like you hear that a lot, and. A lot of metal al- uh, albums and on this it must be on me is that when you like hit a chord and then like stop yeah you can like mute it with your palm and then pick the guitar oh, and like it, and it yeah. gives it that okay. metal that like metal a percussive sound. sound to it yeah sorry I didn't mean to cut you off. no you're kidding no that's that's i mean that's cool that's that they do that a lot mm-hmm. um because that's like you'll be playing and then you'll just kind of do that every now and then and it just like brightens it that much more yeah and the my favorite thing about this and the reason like matt and i were talking for a whole half hour about rob zombie before y'all got here (laughs) but when we went to moon rock last weekend and i bought this and follow the leader by corn callie like looks at me and kind of laughs she's like this is a very like time era specific purchase and then she pointed at astro creep and she's like nothing has ever sounded like this since it came out or anything before and it's very much like when rob zombie started doing this and everything he was really cementing something that hadn't really been done before you know so that like spooky industrial kind of almost sounding i it the (laughs) the first thing about this on wikipedia is uh some guy when it came out like some journalist said that it was white trash acid uh white trash acid metal i read that i I, 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 I was gonna bring that up but i think it's so far-fetched it's it's, yeah it's pointless to say that it's not that at all yeah not that it's not white trash at all but no No, it just it has to me it kind of has like some southern feel to it almost but very groovy that's you know what I, that's what i was like noticing is that when i was listening to this like especially on a i forget what song but it's like, like yeah it's very it is like southern mm-hmm. but also like rock heavy mm-hmm. it's just it's hard to spooky. right so it's hard to really like put it in its own like genre or even subgenre for that matter it's like where does it fit mm-hmm. yeah but in just the grooves to everything like it's yeah, like I mean, all super aggressive instrumentation but mm-hmm. it's just like a lot of it you're just like Ugh, yeah just grooving to it i caught myself like bopping my head yeah. a lot of the times for Definitely a lot of the was bopping my head to uh what song was it uh no human the or, human or more human than human yeah it's like that song Damn. matt uh you were telling me when that when this came out, that song was just no, exploded. That a, song, that's, that was all over the radio. I, I feel like I was... heard this song before. It probably was because it was on the radio. Mm-hmm. But that's like a perfect example of a song that sounded southern almost. Mm-hmm. Um, like the slide guitars and everything yeah. in it. Yeah. It's a good example of when music was more accessible on the radio, where bands like right. Nine Inch Nails with Closer and Rob Zombie with this song were on the radio and it was hidden every day. And mm-hmm. they were playing it over and over, and people were, you know, jumping onto that bad wagon and yeah. being a part of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to do that. I know this Thanks is probably for... <laughs> the best selling White Zombie album. This is their fourth release, right? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, damn. By okay. Geffen, which was also Geffen produced Liquid Swords. That was a comparison. Wow. Oh shit! They're the the, la- the label the label behind both albums is Geffen Records. Yeah. Um. But drop C sharp tuning was yeah. like the name of this game on this album, and that's oh, I think yeah. that's why you get that sound. It's a different kind of metal sound, and it's mm-hmm. more uh, I don't know. It's catchier. It's not so dark. It's a little brighter in a sense. Yeah. It's very 
just all around and then like the drumming on it like mm-hmm. i showed uh i was showing my girlfriend this album and i played more human than human and she's like that tambourine though is just going, going <laughs> at yeah. the beginning of that song and but the the producer for the album was terry date who did pantera and yeah. slipknot albums oh, so shit. he's got that experience and i think yeah. that's what helped a that lot, makes sense a lot of yeah. this album yeah become radio friendly and Grease catchy paint and monkey brains mm-hmm. immediately i was like yeah exactly (laughs) dude the carnival sounds and everything yeah you put me on that but like listening to this i'm like i couldn't stop thinking about that movie yeah a lot of the sounds and keyboard samples were from charlie closer who was part of nine snails as a keyboard player and so he added a lot onto this yeah Yeah. uh this album uh so the album they put out before this was called lost exorcisto yeah and Rob Zombie liked this album so much more than the one prior, which was weird because there was tracks off of that that really helped skyrocket his career as well. And it's, yeah. you know, not a bad album by any means. I like that album as well, but Rob Zombie like didn't want to put that out. And so he was like, this is what I, this was like a good note to end it on. This was his favorite one. Mm. I was thought, I thought that was interesting. He's like, no, I didn't actually really fuck with that. <laughs> I think it's one of those things where it's like, you kind of develop your style a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, this is where I'm going. Yeah. And he appreciated where he was heading at. He's like, yeah, I'm fond of this, but this is where I'm going at. And I'm happy with And this. he was one of the few uh, musicians at that time that was incorporating movie samples. Whether yeah. Whether a horror movie or, like, Blade Runner on this album especially has some Blade Runner, like, references and samples. Mm-hmm. Like, he's the only one doing it at that time besides maybe Floater. Yeah. But, like, a so, little bit low, you know, low-key. Yeah. I didn't know, like, I don't know why I looked at um, So, I didn't know. <laughs> you got notes in there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I didn't know like who who they sampled. Was mm-hmm. it from Blade Runner? Blade some Runner? of the yeah, some of the samples and dialogue are like a little mm-hmm. bit mixed up. Some of the lyrics he used are like mashups of that. So, like yeah. some of the voices sounded a lot like what was sampled on. On more uh, human actually is on, one of the songs that he does it with. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, sounded like uh, the propeller heads when they sampled something for like Bang On. Yeah, yeah, in. Yeah, which kind of like confused. Yeah, it might have been different movies from the same era, which why yeah probably sounds alike. But I thought that was interesting. And then not only that, like I wanted to point out that um, even though it came out in '95, like there was a lot of like weird little uh, electronic music type mm-hmm. stuff going on. Yeah, within this album, it's very industrial for that yeah. time. You know, it's a good. I thought that was pretty crazy and interesting. I yeah. forget what song it is, but it's it, they use like a synthesizer. Yeah. I forget what song it is. I had it written down on notes. What was that? That's pretty cool. This is the insert for it, since we're all showing off inserts. Yeah, it's got all the lyrics to all of the songs, and then on the back, it's got the band. Mm. As it was, dude. Those pants. What? <laughs> he does yeah. look pretty dirty, though. Like, he looks pretty. Yeah. Trashy. I mean, come on. Run yeah. down. <laughs> clean yeah. it. Clean it up, guy. <laughs> clean it up, guy. No, and this is like, it started. I feel like this album, at least, and I just wanted to pull that out to tie into my next point, is that it has such... That's why, like, you almost can't put it in a genre, even the stuff that he put out after this, mm. is because it doesn't... It has a whole different thing going on, and it also creates its own aesthetic, you know? Like, this was, like, dirty goth culture, basically. <laughs> like, and and like, the voice, too. It's, like, it's really... Yeah. Doesn't sound like anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, like, raspy, but, like... Yeah. I, like, fast and, and stuff like that. What was it that you were saying? Because we were talking... Alice Cooper from the 70s Alice had that kind mm. of same 
horror rock vibe, but he wasn't. This is different. Yeah, yeah. this is Zombie, way different. Like takes yeah. it to the next level, and he's a producer and director, makes movies. Even and more, like, yeah, even more so with the movie. Yeah, like, yeah. like he's. It's a different, a different genre for sure. And, and you can't, yeah. you can't. There's nobody that sounds like Rob Zombie or White Zombie. Like when you bought the album. Like, yeah. This is different. Yeah. I mean, like I never even really listened to like Rob Zombie or anything like that. I just like barely watch the movies, but like I have right. listening to this, I get really nostalgic because I used to play um, Need for Speed Underground, the first one, mm-hmm. and there was a Rob Zombie song on there. Oh yeah. And so every time I was racing, I, I would look forward to having that song on. Messing <laughs> Nas was like, yeah. <laughs> so like listening to this, I'm like, damn, I feel kind of like nostalgic. Um, so yeah, dude, this album was like freaking sick, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad y'all. I'm glad y'all liked it so much. Uh, I, yeah, that's. It's like hard to say honestly. This album really started a whole different wave that like people still haven't. You know, it really skyrocketed his career, and yeah. uh, it was one of those kind of like flash in the pan kind of bands. You know, they just kind of released a couple like four albums and then they were done but the stuff that they did was so unique and interesting to everybody at the time that it was like all right and it started that kind of you know with the 90s as we've talked about multiple times on this show Mm -hmm. is the 90s was really so vast and different as far as music went and this came out in 95 and then kind of set the tone for you know bands like Mm corn slipknot those kind of bands to come out Mm -hmm. and you know really gain success because they're like what the hell is rob zombie or white zombie even and so but i'm really glad y'all like this um yeah no it's it's really good it's something about it it feels kind of like very unique but very familiar at the same mm-hmm. time like yeah. i listened to it and i could see how it did have impact because there's bands that would try sounding like this yeah that mm-hmm. i could still hear today mm-hmm. um but yeah it's really good um i did not know that like that was his band before this. Mm-hmm. I thought I, I thought yeah, Rob Zombie right just did like his own stuff, and he was like also like making movies and all that. Yeah. But he was in a band before this. That's cool. Yeah, he was in this. Uh, they started in the late '80s, actually, and then this broke is their up. Fourth album, right? Yeah, yeah. Grew, uh, wow. Broke up right after this, and then three years later, he put out his first solo project. That's where it started. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why I was like, leave on a leave on a high note. God damn. Yeah. But created a movement. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, anyways, uh, I my top three. Uh, number three was Creature of the Wheel. Uh, loved that song. Just his. He uses the range in his voice a lot like he'll just like sound really deep and gruff and then you know he'll sound like a little monster dude on like more human then uh-huh, like you know yeah. do that and i love that on creature of the wheel he's like bellowing into the mic the whole time uh, like, we, like we talked about he's not a great singer but he exactly can, he, he can do those different aspects of what his voice can do yeah it's really cool to hear and, and he picked like he makes music that's perfect for that voice mm-hmm. not having much talent but goddamn he's good at what he does yeah. you know yeah, yeah. uh and then number two, Electric Head Part Two. Yes. Uh, both the Electric Heads are great, but Part Two in particular. Uh, Ecstasy. Yeah. And then number one is More Human Than Human. That's that song has been a staple in my That's life. The one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the one, baby. I like the El, Fan- El Fantasma and the Chicken Fantasma. Run Blastorama. Yeah, that one was great. Yeah, I like that song a lot. Uh, title alone caught my ear. Yeah, it caught my eye. El Fantasma. Yeah. And <laughs> um, real quick, speaking of long titles, the whole 
actual title for this it's album long, yeah. is, <laughs> is yeah. Astro Creep 2000 Songs of Love, Destruction, and Other Synthetic Delusions, Delusions of the Electric yeah. Head. Yeah. Like, what? And he does that on almost all of them. Like, oh my God. Even his Rob Zombie releases are like that. Yeah, yeah. Hellbilly Deluxe is like 12 songs of something crazy. But yeah. <laughs> and uh, But anyway, so El Fantasmo. Yeah, El Fantasmo. Um, I like the Electric Head one. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think it's a great mm-hmm. start to an album. And it kind of speaks about what right white zombie is about yeah um, mm-hmm. and rob zombie um i mentioned this already real solution number nine yeah i love that song um another instrumental track um and then i really liked also um creature of the wheel yeah like uh, the first like beginning half of this album i was just repeating repeating oh and yeah I, and then i was like oh there's another half i'll listen to the other half <laughs> but it's really good good i really uh, honorable mention El Fantasma yeah. also the back again and I meant to mention this also in this album on my album where they say something Mexican but El Fantasma like Mexican yeah <laughs> uh, but my top one is More Human Than Humid second one I Zombie mm-hmm. and then the third one Supercharger Heaven yeah Supercharger Heaven is uh, that one is damn yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I like this album is freaking bad. Yeah. Like, dude. Damn. Like that's yeah. pretty crazy. The dude. other two, I have his first two solo albums. Those are coming up too at some point. Don't you worry. Yeah. Glad to hear it, dude. Oh, I'm I'm excited to to hear that. It's short and sweet. I think it's like 49 minutes. Yeah. yeah. It's 49 minutes. But like he crammed so much good talent into all those tracks. Uh, Creature of the Wheel. That's so heavy. More mm-hmm. human, catchy, obviously, with the Blade mm-hmm. Runner soundtrack, or not soundtrack, but the samples he uses. Mm-hmm. A real solution number nine, it has like an industrial feel to it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Like that's industrial music at that time in 95 and 94. And honorable mention would be uh, Blood, Milk, and Sky. Mm-hmm. That was a cool song, too. Yeah, it's a good way. It's a cool one to end it on, I felt yeah. like. It's almost mm-hmm. like, oh, that's the end? That's what I, thought. That mm-hmm. was, I was just getting into the second half yeah. of this. Like, yeah. And it is, but he just puts mm-hmm. a button on it. We're side B. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm so stoked that you guys like this. Uh, yeah. And like I said, we'll get into more of his stuff uh, down the line here. But this has been What You Spin in the 1995 edition, episode 20. We're going to go ahead and introduce our picks for next week. Oh man, I'm excited. This is the most exciting part of every episode. <laughs> yeah, it is. I feel like a kid on Christmas. <laughs> for real? Yeah. I'm like, what's, what's about to happen right now? I'm trying to hide it like when I'm walking in and shit. Like, yeah. yeah. Put it behind my back. That's oh, why you I bring it with you. Yeah. That's why I bring uh, multiple albums, so that way I like throw you guys off of the yeah. trail. Like, if I, 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 I see what you do. I yeah. see what you do. You know, you gotta be. I, I see what you spin. It. He he puts his pick in the middle of 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 the three, yeah. so it hides. It's hidden. Matt, did you jack my record? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I was actually picking that. So there's some over here on the. Over Double man, devil man. Put it through my head, yeah. If you stare at his eyes, they follow you. (laughs) All right. Putting time. Let's get into next week, boys. So we'll go in order as per usual. As per usual. So this pick, it is. (laughs) The Free Nationals. Uh, Self titled. 
Um, yeah, it's a pretty good band that they have a lot of collabs that they do with a lot of artists. Okay. Um, and they're actually, and we'll get into it, I guess, but yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. That album cover is amazing. Yeah, it's really, pretty it's, sweet. It's really good. It's really good. It's great. Uh, we're going with the perfect circle, 13 steps. Oh, God damn it. I'm just going to leave it at that. I'll leave yeah. one song off that, but uh, that song is fire. It's a project from the vocalist from Tool, Maynard, James Keenan, and uh, Billy Howardale, which is, uh, I think it was Maynard's a guitar tech at one point. Yeah, up uh, until Enema. But oh, uh, a little bit more accessible than Tool because there's more, uh, I think there's more melodies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just listening yeah. to one of those songs yeah. today. That's awesome. Uh, George, what do you got? Uh, self-titled album, the first album, uh, Rage Against the Machine. You Ooh. fucking bastard! Yes, yes. I was surprised Go. you guys didn't bring it up. So I was Go. like, you know, I gotta do it because this uh, album's like perfect. Don't pissed. <laughs> oh man, I was gonna out of a page uh, of his, of his like a perfect album. <laughs> that is, dude. I'm so stoked to talk about that. Same. That was coming. Yeah. Yeah, I, I originally planned to bring that up before even the instrumental episode, yeah. dude. I was carrying. I literally made a game time decision like one week. I had dude. I had Rage Against the Machine, and then I said fuck it and did Rammstein. Yeah, well, yeah. now we're talking about it. Hell yeah, yeah dude. Hell yeah, the back. <laughs> and Security. I'm going back to hip hop. Oh, I'm yeah. doing hey. Testing by ASAP Rocky. Hell yeah. His the last album he put out back in 2018. My favorite album from that year. But yeah. Testing by ASAP Rocky. Oh yeah! Holy shit, we did it again, boys. Mm-hmm. The next week is gonna be yeah, fucking yeah. insane, dude. Oh my all god! Over the place, like all Same over thing. All, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, um, what we, that's what we do on what you're spinning. I think do. somehow the tables, the tides shifted, and Always I'm the turned, only, yeah. I'm the only one that yeah. did a hip hop album really this week. That's fucking tight. <laughs> Anyways, this has been episode twenty of What You Spin in the 1995 version. We will catch you next time to talk about four banging albums. Y'all have a great week.